Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Neon Speaks. I'm your host, Neon Devere De Rosa, and my co-host is AJ Dean. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to Neon Speaks. I'm Neon Devere De Rosa, and we have another show on its way. And as you know, we... Um, we usually have two guests, which we have today. I don't normally introduce the guests. I let my uh, co-host, AJ Dean, do that. But I just want to give a shout out to um, all our audience out there. Um, also to uh, Piper Studios and, and uh, these Laurel Awards. We've just received three of them. And I'm absolutely delighted because we are a new show. We've been going for um, just uh, over a year, a year and one month. And the reason it was started was the COVID thing because we didn't know where we were going or what was happening. So we thought, let's just plow in and take a, take on a show on the internet. And um, and now a year and one month later, we get these awards. So thank you, Pinewood. Thank you, everybody and whoever was involved. Amazing. And now I'm going to take you over um, to AJ, my co-host and producer, and she's going to introduce these two lovely ladies. Yes, thank you so much, Ninon, and congratulations on those Laurel Awards at the Film Festival in Pinewood Studios. We have two lovely ladies uh, today, the gorgeous singer, musician, and actress, currently working on the motion picture Metronome, Emerald Khan, and the beautiful and talented Kimberly Skirm, director, producer, writer, casting director, who has been in the film industry for 30 years. She's a wonderful expert, and she is also working on the film, the motion picture Metronome. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Uh, how are you both? You both look amazing. Um, I, I don't know, Emerald, Kimberly, who am I going to... Go to first. Well, let's go over to Emerald. <laughs> let's see. Well, I'm just trying to keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's amazing um, in this one, well, not in this day and age, but it's amazing to see two women like you in the, in the entertainment business, and especially the movie business, that are up, up and well, not up and coming, but have come up the ranks as of being a woman. Um, that, that's a tough ride, but it's obviously not tough for either one of you. Um, Emerald, how has this been for you in the industry? Um, working with Kimberly has been absolutely amazing. She is highly gifted, talented. She's very driven, so it has been quite the experience. If I ever have the opportunity to continue working with her, I definitely will follow her everywhere. Um, as far as with my career, I love the fact that I'm able to do two things that I enjoy and love to do, um, such as singing and acting in the same production and in different places at the same time. So I love the story. Um, I'm grateful to be a part of this. And um, yeah. I think it's amazing that, um, you know, whenever I think of um, singing and dancing at one time, I seem to go back in years when we had all these you know, film the musicals and so, which we don't seem to have as much now. We, we haven't dismissed them completely, but they're not the same as the, what they used to be. They, they used to be such an extravaganza. So to hear you, Emerald, saying you're able to sing and dance 
and also obviously act. Um, yeah, don't dance, amazing. just the singing and acting. If you want a good laugh, Miss Nina, you better ask me to dance because I'll give you a good show. I tell you, you'll be well, I'll, I'll, I would like to ask you to dance right now, but I don't think we're prepared for that one. <laughs> Next time. There'll be a little bit of movement in it. So she's yeah, doing a whole lot of movement. Yeah, but we've got, we got to really have the movement going. Well, well, Kimberly, um, how, why did you take on? Well, congratulations with your career, first of all of what you've achieved and what you've done. I happen to know the struggle you've been through because I'm obviously a woman like you and uh, it's never been really easy, though I never thought it was hard. So I kind of, you know, challenged the, challenge them against me. <laughs> kind of sometimes well, you know, I, I, I agree with you in that way that while I, it's challenging, but I don't think I looked at it like a challenge I couldn't overcome. Oh. Anything that's worth doing is is challenging. I just think women have to work harder, and you know we do. You know we don't give up. And I just had amazing mentors, I must say. So although I started, as we said, thirty years ago, which is hard to imagine because it's just the job still feels new and exciting. But I saw a lot of very famous male directors. So it didn't occur to me at twenty six years old, although I focused on directing when I was a theater major that I too could be a film director but through all these amazing mentorships I think again everything goes as it should and that we just have to learn a lot in that foundational learning from all these other male directors now that I found a whole number of scripts that I just really want to direct and their stories I want to tell I think I'm more well equipped to do it now than I would have been 25 years ago anyway so I think uh, again life is as it should be and I just look forward to it so I've been happily climbing along the way even though you know, it is when, challenging. yeah when you get a script um you know obviously you're given a lot of scripts because of your where your position is right now how do you choose the one that you kind of attach yourself to you know, the, well, that feeling that, oh, I can do this. I can get the actors. I can get this whole thing together. Well, as I mentioned, I was a theater major in college and particularly Lillian Hellman and Eugene O'Neill were two of my favorite playwrights. And I think there was a lot of messages underneath the actual texts that were there. So there was a bit of a social commentary and some social messaging under the guise of entertainment. So I find that scripts that are written like that, screenplays that yeah. have the obvious information just to the apparent reader and the apparent viewer, but those who like to dig deep, that there's a lot of other messages going on. So those are the ones that are particularly appealing to me because I yeah. want to I want to make social change. There's plenty of movies out there, but we all have to pick something that's important to us. And for me, an opportunity to create social change through filmmaking is, is nothing more wonderful that I could be doing. Emerald, uh, going over to you, um, Kimberly's mentioning um, social change. And um, we all, I think social change comes every day, personally. I think it's, it's, you know, different things come up. To you in social change, what would you like to see in social change in the industry? Um, honestly, being a minority woman with, um, you know, a variety of um, what may or may can be, be considered as either a superpower or a disability. Um, that's something that I'd like to see more diversity into as well as something where it's, you know, if you can't, as long as it's not hindering someone from doing their job, then it shouldn't matter at all. And, um, you know, that's something I'm always very passionate about because there have been Mo moments where I was looked over for various reasons 
neither here nor there, but seeing another person. Well, what, what, what were those various reasons? Um, well, I'll what just say, say that when it's, it's interesting when a person is classified or typecast, like sometimes it can be, I just don't fit it and that's fine. But if I do fit the role, if I am good, um, and then there is a little bit of talk that's like, oh, did you see her so-and-so and so, and then it comes into something that just is probably inappropriate, then that makes a difference because it, it weighs on a person, especially when you're nearby and you hear something of this nature. So, I mean, it's neither here nor there because it's interpreted differently for everyone. So I don't really want to speak on that. I will want to speak on sometimes it's tough to train somebody to do your job. When you're teaching someone to do the job that you wanted to do and yeah. it's your job. So, you know what I mean? Things like that happen and it's okay. I mean, this is, this is business. And if somebody feels like they're better then they're better and it's kind of that way. Um, so that's just my perspective. I definitely would like to see a little bit more and, and some questions that I feel um, being a person that's hard of hearing, being comfortable, being able to say that um, and be okay without mm -hmm. making it be a problem. Like, oh, Emerald's not gonna be able to sing this song because she can't hear. Nope, just get me a pair of monitors. I'll be fine. I know exactly what I need. It's uh, not gonna be yeah, my you, know, you know, Emerald, um, I'll get back to you in a minute, Kimberly, but Emerald, you just touched my heart. Um, Dr. Howard House, I don't know if you know him, was actually on my board for um, Kids Talk Foundation. And um, he dealt with, you know, the hearing impaired and everything else. And, and I actually did a show um, from my, my other company, Voices of Tomorrow, of children that had hearing impaired. And everybody said to me, well, you can't have them on. They don't know what to say. And I said, of course they know what to say. Of course they know what to do. That was the second show I did with Voices of Tomorrow. And I gave them that platform. And it was one, it won an award. And it was one of the most beautiful shows. And then I did another show where the children were blind. And, and then I repeated the blind show about 10 years later. And I walked into the room and this girl turned around and said, oh, that's Ninon. And don't forget she can't see. And because she recognized the voice. So when you talk about um, a lot of the disabilities, I, I think it's amazing to try to open that up. Um, and to give them that opportunity um, to be able to, because they're, they're just the same as anybody else. They're, in fact, Absolutely. sometimes they're better, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, especially if it's something that's not preventing someone from doing a job. You know yeah. what I mean? I do. So, I know it well. I yeah. know it well in the film business. I know it very well in the film business because there was another woman, I forget her name now, and she said, I, I've got her to be the um, ambassador for some big company. And she said, Nina, why did you do this to me? Because she had a disabled child, uh, artistic child. And I said, well, why not? You can, you can learn and get all these people. And of course she got her child into the movies and everything. So Kimberly, what do you think of all this with the, the disabilities? I mean, you, you, you know, these to have just as much of an advantage as anybody else. Well, having had the, the good fortune of just one experience that I think there's things that people don't necessarily think about is thinking outside the box and giving people these opportunities. I've had the pleasure of being at Gallaudet University, which is the university that is for deaf students. And there is an animation studio that's in-house there called Pigmental Studios. And to see at work a career that people wouldn't necessarily have thought about, but to do animation, you don't need to hear anything. It's all about seeing and, and tactile and visual. So to have, 
you know, have had the owner think outside the box. It, it, it is amazing to have put the studio there so she could be teaching a new skill to students that, again, they may not have been exposed to that otherwise. So I, you know, we all can have an opportunity to find a new path but you have to be introduced to these things. We, we also like, all have a box and introducing, you uh, know, anybody to anything you can absolutely, find. Absolutely, absolutely. We all have a disability of some kind. I'm, I'm sure absolutely. I like a few floating around. But well, I, I am severely <laughs> dyslexic with numbers and with letters. And I just always thought I was bad at math and was a terrible speller. And fortunately, because I'd been studying education before I was studying, <laughs> yeah. that I figured it out myself years later. And then someone said to me very recently, well, how have you survived with that? And I said, well, nobody diagnosed me. So I had no idea. I well, just, I something wrong. <laughs> so I just thought I was bad at math and I thought I was a terrible speller. So I Google everything or look at a dictionary to spell things right. And I just double check all of my math. So, you know, I think you find ways to, adapt to any of it so you I think know you some, yeah, it's funny you, you find ways but the funny part is is if you know you can't do something as well as maybe you think everybody else can you divert into into a place where you can learn something else and another way to get around it yes. and how you work that is to get around it then you know that and that and then you all of a sudden know it all and then you become smarter than the other people because you've taken the time to actually learn something in another other way because right, you, you're finding the workarounds i think that they, that's what they call it in technology oh, workarounds you, work around, yeah, work <laughs> now did you two get together for this but oh, go ahead kim um, emerald go ahead i just wanted to add something real quickly before we lose this go place quickly go ahead things like when i lost my hearing it was from an accident a few years ago so okay. in retraining um what i learned to do and this has made a huge difference in my performance today it's not just working around it, but it's in using everything. Because now on this side, I hear primarily using this, the sound of feeling, like yep. the vibration. Whereas on this side, I hear immensely well. It's like mega massive super ear of hearing. So mm -hmm. it's awesome because now in the studio, I'm noticing a huge difference. And in my performance, I, you know, I've learned to not just adapt, but really emphasize and make something better than it was before. And so I just wanted to throw that in there. You've got, you've actually got a, you've got it's enhanced your performance as opposed to become a liability. Yes. Because you found a way. Because she recognized what she could, you recognize the ability you had, not the ability you didn't have. Yes. So you enhanced on one, and it's like, you know, one side, you know, you've got a left brain and a right brain, you know, and they're, they're supposed to work together, but they apparently do not. Mine rarely work anytime. But <laughs> AJ, AJ, because this has kind of turned into a different show talking about, well, it's still show business. But um, AJ, what do you feel about this? I love it. I think they are superpowers. I think Emerald has superpowers. I think Axelexia, the superpower that uh, Kimberly has, uh, same thing. And I think uh, Emerald, do you have a very special uh, serenade for Ninon? I do, I do. Yeah. Oh, let's go for it. <laughs> All right, excellent, excellent. Well, you know, I was just in Las Vegas and I look forward to coming back out again. Um, and uh, in the spirit of Vegas, I would like to perform one of my favorites from our classic and our favorite man with the blue eyes. Go ahead, go for it. <laughs>
Tall and tan and young and handsome, the boy from Ipanema goes dancing. And when he passes, each girl he passes goes. What do they say, ladies? Oh, oh yes. When he walks, he moves like a sound, but it swings so cool, it sways so gentle that when he passes, each girl he passes goes, ooh, Nina, I know you saw him, mm, but I watch him so sadly. How can I tell him I love him? Yes. I would give my heart gladly. But each day as he walks to the sea and looks straight ahead, not at me. Girl, can you believe it? No. Tall, sad, young and handsome, the boy from Ipanema goes dancing. And when he passes, I smile, but he doesn't see. <laughs> Do, you know, tell you, Do you want to know something really funny? You want to really know something? This was my husband. I was married to him for 29 years and he passed away. This was his favorite song and he always sung this song to me and it was a song. It was our song. Is that not, is that not amazing? That was our song. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's so wonderful. Thank you. Beautiful. You are, you are, you've got a beautiful voice and also to be able to just, you know, sing out and without, you know, the orchestra, whatever. Um, I always admire that. And I have another show called Vegas Live with Ninon in here in Vegas. So when you come to Vegas, you're going to come on my show as a, yes, as, as a guest yes. come on my show. And, but I'm always, I, when I have singers on, I always ask them, I said, and I do, they don't even know I'm going to do it. And I say, you're going to sing me some couple of lines or something? <laughs> they always do because they have to, you know, it's funny, Kimberly, but don't people have to do something on the spot? I mean, if there's a director there, a producer there, a talent there, and they say, oh, can you rap a little bit? Or can you sing a little bit? Or can you, can you say these lines? They have to do that, right? Yes, they have to be prepared to just roll with it because yeah, you never roll. know. They can't say no because this is their business. <laughs> and if they do say no, I mean, that, that does say something about them, that maybe they're a little timid, they're a little nervous, they're not ready to just dive in. So yeah. to just dive in says a lot about, particularly in the entertainment business, that you're just ready to, you know, Absolutely. pull your feet up and dive in. So let's talk about, Kimberly, what you've got coming up. You've, you've got um, this, this movie coming up. What have you got coming up? Well, the I think first to talk about since, Emerald and I are here on the show together is there we are working on metronome and I think yeah. you started to ask a question of how did we come together to do this so we yes. all are living in a world of the new world of clubhouse and I, I love the as a storyteller I like when it's very organic and I use my intuition and so just being in rooms in clubhouse um, very specifically we'll give Brian Raider a shout out because he had this great room Raiders coffee talk on clubhouse and because of your exact point that because he found out that Emerald was a singer, he said, well, would you like to sing? And wisely, she said, yes. So numerous times when I was in his room, he would always ask and she would always oblige and say yes, and she would sing. So after I heard her sing several times, one of the numerous projects that was on my desk is a film called Metronome. And the, there's a lead female who needed to be a vocalist. And after hearing the music and hearing the music, and we're still in the process of funding, but I thought, well, why not? I mean, I need a vocalist. 
I can Absolutely. see her picture. I've never met, mind you. I've only heard her voice singing and speaking, but I've seen the one photo of her. And I thought, I think she would be an amazing Michelle. Let me just send the script. And to set an actor up for success, why pick a scene? Let me see what resonates most with her. So I send off the entire script and wisely, she of course read the whole script. And I said, pick something that resonates with you. I got amazing scenes back and thought, let me just move this along. Even though we're still in the funding and not really at casting yet, why not? Because again, I was so inspired and my intuition was telling me to do so. So I then say, well, let's have a meeting with the executive producer. And it was working out perfectly in that she was also going to be in New Jersey and the film was taking place in Philadelphia. So I said, we have to do this Zoom audition. And then the night before, I remembered about a year ago, I had a young guy who was really interested in the lead male role who read the script and said, I'd love to audition when you get to that place. So I thought, well, although <laughs> it's eight o'clock the night before we're gonna do the Zoom audition, let me just see if he'll jump on and audition with Emerald tomorrow. So naturally he being a wise actor said, of course. <laughs> so, uh, smart move, smart I know, move. I know, so the two of them, Got on again. They had never met either. It was only just brief interaction yeah. the night before and the morning of their audition. And they just brilliantly, even did they, did they mold together? Amazingly. Amazingly. So the writer was over the moon. The executive producer was over the moon. And the big deal with the executive producer is this story is chronicling his life. So he was really seeing some young actor playing him back in his 20s and then yeah. getting to see a young actress playing this woman, Michelle, who I get chills even telling the story, who was so influential in his life and falling in love with jazz and just starting to understand jazz. So he was just mesmerized weepy and the writer weepy because on top of it all they happened to pick the writer's favorite scene in the movie which was this great conversation that they were having while wow. they were in the car so it just worked out famously and not in normal film you know well, it, sound, it sounds to me like it was all meant to be i mean you've got oh, two young people nobody one, knows you've got 100%. two young people coming together reading a part that they don't even know each other and right. putting all this together it's funny how in this world some things become so natural and so um i'm not going to say easy because i know your job isn't easy you still got to try to get the whole everything together and this but right. this became easier for you but because of your experience and because of everything you put into it, you recognized two people. Yes, that it was just magic. It was just, but you made the magic though. Yes. Kimberly, yeah. you made it. I, I magic. brought it all together. Well, <laughs> what do you think that is? Well, let's give you a compliment. Take it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's a yeah, but so I mean, it's it was, again, it was just impeccable. And then that. She was going to be, a, she, Emerald, was going to be in New Jersey. It just worked out perfect. So we shot two days, got some amazing footage. And just a lot of pieces are coming together for it. And I, I think that's because it's a story that needs to be told. It's a great fish out of water and just people finding their own way in a, in a new culture that, you know, he was grown up in one place, but yet this new jazz culture was just something that really sparked a, 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 just a personal growth in him. So, so yeah, it's just going to be an amazing film. And I'm just so happy that so is, I, it, I, is, it, is it about the music industry and is it about jazz and is it about him in, in that business it's well interestingly it's a real fish out of water story in that you know harry the real person the character mm -hmm. alex was raised in a very specific culture in the main line of philadelphia but then found his way in life from a very different culture, which was the jazz scene in the 90s in Philadelphia. And then the two owners 
uh, two brothers who opened this jazz club that they really took him under his wing. So he had his real father, but then he had these new, you know, jazz club fathers. And then Michelle was a huge influence too. And so it started a whole new trajectory for his life because he had been in business school. So again, he could have ended up just being your standard, go get an MBA business person. And now he's been influenced by music and just a whole journey with all the stuff that goes on, you know, in, a, in a, any kind of club scene. And then his journey through all of that and how it affected And his him. journey through all of that, he decided to write a book, right? Obviously, did he write um, a book or was it just a screenplay he wrote? It came to a screenplay. And, and again, his life is quite prolific. There's about six screenplays. This is just one of the many. <laughs> It's chronicling some of the, the various different stories, but a lot of other just meant to be. There was another actress that I asked to be in, you know, our two day shoot. And as I shared the script with her, she said, Zanzibar Blue is the first club I ever went to in Philadelphia oh when I was in. My all these coincidental things yes, that are amazing happening. Amazing. Another great actor from Philadelphia who I had cast in House of Cards, Christopher Mann, that I had no idea. I cast him as the secretary of energy. So I had no idea he was even a singer. But so then as we're shooting and, you know, Emerald obviously playing the singer in the film. And we just had a little interchange with them at the bar. And then he starts singing back to her and she's singing <laughs> back to him. So then I have to find out more about him. Knowing that, I'm of, I said, no, 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 let's keep doing that because we're going to work it in. Like the two of you know each other so well that you have a little song that you do back and forth. So there was just so much magic that came out of the two days that it's only becoming more magical as we get to shoot the whole film. Emerald, um, when you were chosen for this part, um, did you actually feel that, that this was kind of that you could play this because it was kind of you and it was kind of, you really don't have to put really much effort, which you're going to put all of effort, I know. But I mean, because you've already got the gift of playing this part and being this person. Um, I think that was um, a moment where I felt proud of what I do because a lot of people sleep on what I do as a jazz and a blues singer. And so I, you know what I mean? It's like, yes. oh, and that's why I do multi-genre, but my concentration is there. So it made me feel really proud of what I'm doing. I get to tell a piece of jazz history. Yeah. You know, it's like meeting, um, for me, it's like being able to perform an orchestrated piece from Duke Ellington. It, I just feel connected to what I love, you know? And yeah. I'm grateful that I have the experience so that I can really be able to give the jazz, the vocalist side of the story. Yeah, know? that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I meant. It was, was because you're, you're able to put in what you already have. Yes. And, and and Kimberly can't, I know we just lost Kimberly. I don't know where she went, but she just vanished. Um, but, so she'll be back. But there you are, you came back again, Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly, I'm, I'm just going to divert this whole thing again. You mentioned something about the House of Cards. Mm -hmm. Were you involved in that? I was. I did work on the first three seasons of House of Cards. Really? And how was that? Oh, it was amazing. I, I, yeah. I, I think my biggest joy is, A, I started working in television. I really predominantly worked in features. So I'm, again, just fascinated by series. But I think my biggest uh, kind of success of it is that each of the seasons, it was 70 local people, many of which I had known for many years that I was able to get jobs for actors. I mean, that's the joyous part of casting, which is why we'll never get old. So 30 years later, it's still new because each month, each week, each year, it's, it's more and more people. Everything's 
Well, it's creating because in the movie industry, in the singing industry, and in the entertainment industry, you are forever creating, you're forever putting stuff, new stuff out there. And this really keeps you young. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying the same old thing as you're all trying. Stay young. <laughs> you don't have to worry, Emerald. You're, you're still young enough. <laughs> yes, it's funny. Yes, yes. Eternal. I just got to keep up with you ladies. You just keep looking better with grace. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, accept that. <laughs> but you two have, have, have done it exceptionally well. It's absolutely amazing. Um, what's the biggest thing of the thing that you've really achieved, Kimberly, that you really, you, you said, this is it. This is what I wanted. Wow. What an, what an interesting question. And ironically, I think the biggest thing I'll, I'll say that I achieved, because I was able to actually have dinner this evening. I'm at home in Connecticut visiting family, and we we're able to have dinner with my reading teacher from junior high school um, that we're still friends uh, with them after all these years. After all so, this reading time. <laughs> and which, and of course, my favorite thing when I was studying to be a teacher was story time. So it's, it's no surprise that here I am in a storytelling business, but it was... So the biggest thing I think I've accomplished was the mental shift from being a casting director and a producer, which is really creating a platform and opportunity for everyone else to succeed, Correct. to shift to that it was okay to be the director and rally all of that around me having an opportunity to be the chief creative officer. It's and amazing. I feel that for many years, I thought it was selfish if I did that, because I really love to put other people in a position for success. And I was somehow forgetting to let myself. And you were able to do that, but you were able to bring other people, friends and people you liked and to bring them in as, as well as choosing the talent to make sure what you're doing is going to come out how you want it. And it's gonna come out really, really big. Over to you, Emeril, what about you? What is the, the greatest thing that you've kind of achieved? Um, I, I mean, I could just think off the top of my head talking to you for a short while, there's many of them. Well, what is for you the greatest you've achieved? The biggest and the greatest moment that I will never forget. Actually, there's there's two top big ones, but the one that I will choose for this discussion um, is not only attending the White House Correspondents' Dinner, right, one year, and performing at a variety of pre-dinner receptions, but during one of those performances, a very special thing happened. Um, Mrs. Sheila Johnson, uh, she is one of the co-founders of BET and she heard me singing at a production and my saxophonist and she asked us to come out and open her equestrian resort in Virginia for the 4th of July weekend. Oh my. And so to have Miss Sheila Johnson yeah. pick me out of all of the amazing A-list people, she picked me and she got on stage stage with me during the performance okay she had a great time here yeah. we are yes it was it's a That's moment amazing. i would never forget i'm i'm going to quickly because we've got we've got a couple of minutes how can anybody reach you em emerald um you can find me anywhere wherever you look for something you can find me honey i'll be waiting for it. if you go to google i'm there if you go to safari i'm there emerald like the jewel con like shaka like Genghis, or on social oh, okay look out for emerald Khan. kimberly how about you I think the easiest thing probably is on Instagram. It's Kimberly Skirm. And you can obviously send direct messages there. And I will actually see those. And you can Wonderful. find out information about Metronome. And of course, I'm also doing films in my home state of Connecticut called Christmas in New England. And you can see as those things are starting to pan out. And yeah, so you can see Amazing. lots of 
Um, AJ, I want some words with you. you have, we haven't had much out of you, but I'd like you to give some, some last words here. We don't have much time. Oh, thank you so much, Nina. It's an honor to, and a privilege to work with you, my mentor, the, my favorite friend and the best boss in the world. I'm so proud of Kimberly and Emerald. We are proud of you for all of your achievements and you're just absolutely beautiful ladies. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank everybody out there. I'd like to thank my guests, Kimberly, Kimberly and Emerald. Absolutely amazing story um, because it has not been easy for them, but they have disregarded all the things that were hard for them and they chose to go take that, that ladder and keep going up each rung at a time. And you've all done it. And you've done it beautifully and you've maintained as still being two women in the business, which I think is absolutely amazing. I also and want to thank We're only it. just getting started. It's <laughs> <laughs> started, right? Look, I've got, I just came from the studio today. We finished three songs. Like I'm, I promise there's a lot of great things that are happening. I, I'm really excited about all I'm excited. Platform. Thank you for this platform too. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.